You are now listening to Home Care On Air, brought to you by Care Academy. Strap in as we dive headfirst into the future of home care and the issues, challenges, and opportunities facing home care operators in a post-pandemic world. Welcome. My name is Aaron Dunn, SVP of Marketing for Care Academy, the industry's leading provider of care enablement solutions designed to manage your agency's training and compliance requirements. In today's edition, we are talking with Jessica Nobles, founder of the Home Care Ops community and a home care agency owner in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Together with her husband, Clint, they have created a thriving community of over 3,200 people in the home care industry. Welcome, Jessica Nobles, to the Care Academy podcast. We're really excited to have you here with us today. Um, it's uh, been a long time coming. I've been a fan. Uh, I've been at Care Academy now for a year. I think I found about found out about Home Care Ops like probably the day after I started, and I said, "Wow, this is really interesting." And I think it's even grown uh, significantly since that time. Um, so. I'm really excited to spend some time with you this morning, getting a little to know a little bit more about your story and a little bit more about home care ops and what your hopes and dreams and maybe fears are as it relates to that. Um, but let's dive right in. Uh, Jessica, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for this opportunity to be here. Um, as you know, we're big fans of Care Academy as well. Um, but I, I've been in home care for over a decade, actually. It was kind of my first, if you could say, real job. I started a home care staffing agency when I was 18, um, and I've always enjoyed home care. I truly enjoy the the passion and the purpose behind what we do. And it, kind of as I've matured in business and and we've grown our, our home care agency to be really successful, we also started Home Care Ops. And Really, what we're wanting to do is unite home care owners and operators across the the United States, and now we're into Canada, and truly be a resource. You know, real life encouragement, boots on the ground, saying, "Okay, you got this," or "Here's a here's a kick in the the you know the rear. You can do this. You can do this." And here's some guidance. So I, I really I love what we do, and I we really we're blessed to be able to help and touch so many home care owners and operators. Well, you keep saying we, and I think we all know who the we is. You are one half of the dynamic power couple. I think Clint's around somewhere in the background. We'll let him do his other work. But uh, <laughs> how does that work? Like, you know, I know a lot of people in the community are, uh, you know, work with a spouse or a partner or a close friend. Um, you guys obviously live together. Um, how does that go? How does that work? Uh, yeah. You have your specialties, your focus. That That's such a good question because we really are. Um, when, at first, when people started calling us the power couple, I was kind of like, wait, wait, you know, humbly just like, no, 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 no. Um, but now I really embrace that because it really is our unity is what makes us so powerful. And a lot of people will say, how, how have I only heard about you, you know, the past few years, if you've been in home care for over a decade, and that's really where the power comes in because I have been in home care for over a decade, but my husband, he was in corporate, he was a corporate uh, fixer. He was in business development outside of home care. And then around four years ago, maybe almost five now, he come over and brought all of that operational methodologist. Now he is an operational methodologist. So he brought those methodologies and those systems into what I call kind of old school home care. And it 
truly transformed not just our business or the people that we help, but it, it transformed our, our lives, our day-to-day lives. You know, I could eat supper with my family every night without being interrupted. You know, we could take a trip over the weekend uh, because we had systems in place. Uh, so really when, whenever I hear people say that we're the power couple of home care, I am humbled, but it's also like, yes, yes, we are. And, and you, you can be too, if you're a couple in home care, embrace it, work together and really be that force for greatness together. I think it's a little bit of that sort of energy that you have uh, and Clint has that really, uh, I think resonates with people. Um, <clears throat> they feel it like, oh, you guys are so invested and in, in, in you, Jessica, specifically uh, that power, that energy really, and that passion comes through. And that's, that, that's a credit to you. Um, I will say though, we do ask the hard hitting questions here at Care Academy. So this is gonna be the diff- most difficult question uh, you're gonna get today. Uh, I didn't prepare you for this. Uh, deliberately, because I wanted to get the unvarnished, unthought answer. But here it is. Are you ready? I'm ready. I don't know if Clint's ready, but I'm ready. (laughs) Here's the question. The question is, is a hot dog a sandwich? Go. A hot dog? No, it's not a sandwich. Not a sandwich. Tell me why. Um, because like, if you're my daughter, a hot dog is better without bread. And -hmm. if you're my son, a hot dog is better cut up in chili. Mm -hmm. So it really is about who you're asking. And since I'm right now, I'm answering as a, as a mother, um, as someone who doesn't eat a lot of hot dogs, I'm going to have to say, it's not a sandwich. It's an experience. It is what you make it. I like it. I like it. Um, oftentimes people will answer that question like, well, you, you can eat a hot dog on your own, uh, but you can't eat a peanut butter and jelly without the bread. Um, and then I say, well, you need to meet my son when he was about five. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> my daughter is just like hand, hand in the peanut butter That's jar right. and like, That's yeah. Right. That's right. So on a more serious note, thank you for that diversion. You, you touched on a little bit, but like how did home care ops come to be? Did you sit down and say, ah, we have a plan to make something really cool or did it happen more organically? Like take us back to that moment. I think you said about four years ago when you, when you set out to do this thing. Yeah. Well, um, home care ops, it, it really did. It was intentionally yet organic. So a, a lot of people know home care ops, you know, from our home care operators, Facebook group, uh, which was actually started. I think it was June, 2019. So home care office is still fairly new. Um, but I had actually, I was out marketing for our, our home care agency because me and Clint, you know, we're home care owners and operators. And I had finally land, you know, landed a meeting with the top director for a huge, um, medical slash hospital facility. Um, and we were going to talk about, uh, bringing our home care agency, you know, into their hospital and, and being that primary, um, non-medical home care agency that they refer to big, big, big deal, you know, and, uh, walking into it, I was all prepped and prepared and excited and, we sat down at the meeting and, and his, like the first words out of his mouth is like, listen, I want to let you know right now, you, you seem very professional. I'm very impressed with you, but I'm going to let you know right now that home, a home care, non-medical home care as a whole is so inconsistent. We would not even consider moving forward, um, with exclusive services through any home care agency. Well, it immediately, it immediately made me upset. And my response, I feel like that it was semi-professional was it was, I said, I want to thank you 
for feeling like you could open up and share that with me. But I'm also, I'm going to give you that same respect back and let you know that I respect you as an expert in your field. What you've done with this hospital is incredible, but also I need you to view me and respect me for what I am and who I am in home care. And I can tell you right now that for me and my agencies, that the consistent delivery of service is what we go for. And after that conversation, because he opened up, I opened up and we really started addressing some of the conversations that really need to happen between non-medical and medical, you know, the medical world. And he said, you know what, if everyone in the industry could come and speak the way you have, the way you have represented home care, then I think it would begin to change the conversations. It would begin to change kind of the stigma um, that the non-medical home care industry has. So I left that meeting right away and I was like, how do I reach people? How do I reach thousands of home care owners and operators? Like I never, ever want to be at the hospital, you know, a hospital meeting table again. And someone say your industry is so inconsistent. Like if, if only everybody in the industry could hear that it would change, it would change the way things are done. And so obviously there's, there's associations out there that are wonderful and I'm so grateful and I'm thankful for them. But also I think it's so good to have a round table, real discussion, like where we talk real. And so Facebook at that point in time, I was not very avid, you know, I was not an avid user of Facebook. I didn't know all the cool lingos and I, you know, I was like, okay, we're going to start a group group seemed to be a thing. And, you know, my mom's group. So I'm going to take it professional here and start a home care community group. Not really even aware that there was other groups out there on Facebook. And we began having real conversations and we started um, free monthly webinars where it was just bringing those conversations to the table. And we, we, you know, the first, the first few months, there was maybe like 50 to a hundred people. And then six months in our webinars, were having several hundred people and the group began growing and it began making an impact, you know, a daily impact when you can go to a group of like-minded people, some people who are, you know, a million or two in revenue above you. And then also those that are just starting out in home care and to be able to have a conversation that not only makes you feel united and encouraged, but also gives you that guidance. Um, it really is impactful. And it's an impact that can happen from one conversation to the next and then taking action. And, and that's really what led us to having the action leaders because our, our, our home care operators community is incredible. And then people were so hungry for even more of that. Wow. That's a great uh a great retrospective. And I, and I think that it's sort of really interesting to sort of see how that plays out over time. Did you think it would become this big? I mean, I mean, what are we 3,200 or something, 3,300 members now? Like, was that the plan or are you sort of like, well, let's see where it goes. Yeah. We, we never, we didn't sit down and say, oh, let's create this huge group and let's make sure <laughs> that by this time next year, we're going to have this many people. Yeah. Um, but we did know that we wanted, we wanted it to make an impact. And so anytime you're doing something that's really changing lives and businesses, it grows. I mean, that, that, that's the power really of unity. Mm-hmm. And so no, we didn't sit down and plan for it to grow this big, but I feel like that the bigger, the bigger that it grows, the more support that's out there, um, the more encouragement that's out there. So I'm happy. I'm happy to see that it's not just growing, but it's also truly filling a need. 
Well, sure. If it didn't resonate with your with your members and your potential members, um, they didn't find value in it, then it wouldn't take off for sure. So uh, kudos to you and to the team for, for that. But you may have just touched on this. Uh, what's really surprised you the most as it's gotten to this point and gotten bigger? You know, anything to stand out for you? I think at first, what was most surprising is so many people feeling like it was exactly what they needed, you know, really realizing, okay, wait, this was a gap that was, that was already there. And then the, the set, you know, the second surprise was how, like how big the need actually was. Um, We, we started the home care operators community on Facebook in um, November of 2019 is when we actually really began. It wasn't just people kind of accidentally finding the group, but that's whenever we began to have a real voice in the group, but it wasn't until September of 2020. So almost a year ago now that people wanted more than, you know, they love the community um, on Facebook, but they really wanted solutions beyond that. And we started the action leader experience, which is kind of it, it's our monthly membership that has a lot of coaching. It kind of has the the master operator mindset. It goes beyond just the conversations and the questions on the Facebook community. It was surprising to really see how that, that, that was organic in a way. And sometimes we feel like the community itself continued to request and ask, we want more, we want more resources. You know, we want that step-by-step, uh, guidance. And then we also want these people who have come together really it with one mind, with one purpose, and that is to truly take action and lead our agencies um, and lead our business to success. So that was, that was, that was really surprising. And, and then it's been really enjoyable to watch it, to watch it grow and watch it continue to grow. And September 1st of this year will actually be our first official year of home care ops. So home Home Care Ops is having their first year anniversary, wow. um, September 1st, 2020. And it's it's went by really fast. And then on the other hand, it seems like we've kind of been a resource in this big community for a really long time. So it's exciting. Yeah. It feels a lot older than that, probably, in many ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They say like in startup land, right? You know, one year one year equals seven. So here you are. So yeah, it's actually more like yeah, seven I know years. That, and that's that's what's super, you know, that's just super exciting too, because me and Clint, we are established business owners. Uh-huh. Uh, we have really a lot of a, a lot of knowledge. We have a lot of uh, experience under our belt, especially especially with Clint. He's been in business development for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And then we have this the start, you know, home care ops. A lot of people don't see it as a startup. Um right startup business. So a lot of times we have to like rein ourselves back and be like, wait, <laughs> we, we've got, we've got to do what we're telling our, you know, our startups in our group, you know, take it. Oh, slow, make sure you plan ahead. You know, like God, it, it's been a great experience for us. Yeah. You don't take your own advice. Uh, I wouldn't know anything about that. So uh. <laughs> we're, we're trying, we're trying like Clint, Clint keeps me on track. He's like, right? see the vision. See uh, the vision. I love it. I love it. Well, um, <laughs> That's really funny, and I think that uh, um, probably that also will resonate with your with your with your members. What's um what's some really great advice that you got uh, as a business owner and as a startup you know leader? Really, if you think about the home care ops as a startup, like what was like a good piece of advice you got? Ah, I just always remember that and sort of just sort of reflect on that periodically. Yeah, well, I've received so much good advice, but the one thing that I have to really remind myself a lot that someone told me several years ago. And it's feeling rewarded is not the same thing as being rewarded. And I know that doesn't sound like business advice, but 
especially in the home care industry, a lot, a lot of times our business kind of becomes our passion projects and our, you know, our mission ministries. And we feel like if we're doing good, as far as being, being a good person, offering, you know, good advice that, and if if we feel rewarded, but it's not the same as being rewarded. And so really stopping to, to make sure and evaluate, okay, is, is what I'm doing, is it truly beneficial, not only for the people I'm helping, but for me, is it giving me the resources? Is it giving me the connections so that I can continue building on the success? Something that we do a lot of times in our meetings is we say, okay, here, here's this dollar. I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you this dollar because you're just so great. Um, you really, you're really, really deserving of this dollar and you feel, you feel so rewarded, but unless you're actually given that dollar to where you have that money in your hand, it's not the same as being rewarded. So I think sometimes in the business, we have to make sure that what we're doing, that it, it has, it has that it's helping us reach that end result because our end result at the end of the day, it's not just to feel rewarded. It's to actually build and grow a successful business. It's to grow a successful brand that we can truly, truly not only be rewarded because it for me, for me, it's not about me, myself being rewarded or being exalted. Um, but it's so that I, I have that resources. I have the time, I have the freedom to go out and, and pour into others, to impact others, to reward others. So that's something that I have to remind myself a lot. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is just making sure that what I'm doing, not only is it making an impact to others, but also that it's making an impact on what I'm doing and it's helping me grow my business to the next level. And it's a hard business. I think sometimes people lose sight of that, maybe because of their own personal experience. Um, maybe they, you know, maybe they were a family caregiver or maybe they, you know, had to support a loved one. And so they feel that sort of call. And um, we talked to a lot of agency owners who are really excited to get into the business. And then they realize, oh, this is hard. <laughs> and they, and, and I feel like people know that going into it, but then they maybe they don't quite realize the, the, the delta between starting and feeling to your point sort of rewarded about like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make a difference, but then actually building a sustainable business. Like that's a yeah. pretty big gap. And, and um, you know, I, I think you guys are really, you know, filling a void there, but does that resonate for people? Do you think when you're t- talking to them, like you got to work on your business, you got to work on your business so you can, or are people kind of like, no, I want to focus on my passion. Uh, yeah. And I mean, as, as you know, most people know me and kind of really outspoken. We talk real all the time. And, you know, we have a lot of people who come to the, the, you know, they come to our group, especially, and we have a, a lot of startups who, who join the group and, you know, those, they ask those questions where, people who've been in the home care world for a long time, or we're over here scratching our head and being like, Oh, they just don't know. Just they don't, don't know. know. <laughs> um, but we do, we do have to tell them, you know, this, this business, it is a business it, the, no building a business is not easy. And in, in, in in any industry. A lot of times home care owners, we kind of get all up in the fields because we think what we do is so different than everybody else. But building a business is building a business and it's hard and it takes a lot of work. And just because you do good deeds doesn't instantly mean that your your business is just going to take off and grow. It takes investment, it takes hard work, and it really takes it takes learning. It takes experience. When I first started my home care agency years ago, I was so green. I, I did not know. All I knew is I wanted to help a lot of people, 
But I did understand the basics of the only way that I can help a lot of people is to make sure that what I'm doing right now, that I can make a profit so that I can turn it back into the business and be, and grow it, grow it, grow it. So that's the, that's the biggest piece of advice, especially to the new startups is making sure that you understand that there's an invest, there's, it's always an investment yeah. and there is a period in time where you, when you're first starting out, you have to come in and really count the cost. You have to count the cost and you have to know your worth. And if you, if you start out by doing that, then when you jump in and it gets hard and you hit those snags, then you're going to say, okay, this is the cost of doing business. And this is the investment that I need to make at this time to put me to that next level. And it doesn't change. Like we talked to several, a lot of our action leaders and master operators, they have, you know, passed that 4 million in revenue a year. You know, some of them are past the 10 million in revenue a year. And we tell them that growth isn't like those charts and graphs where it's going up and down and all over the place. Growth looks like a, it looks like a staircase where you take a step and you grow and then you maintain and you build that foundation. And then you grow another step on top of that that solid foundation that you've built. So really understanding that uh, from the from the first moment you walk into business, when I, whenever I first started the business, I just thought, oh my God, if I can just shoot up like crazy, yeah. I'm going to be successful forever. But you've got to have those, the, you know, that staircase of maintain, build a solid foundation, and then grow on top of that. Yeah. And it's that investment, I think, that is often missed, right? So as you pointed, every level of growth um, and in a prior industry, similar kind of kind of, kind of companies be like, well, I'm going to grow 10% next year. It's like, all right, well, how much cash do you have in the bank to fund that growth? Uh Right. There's always like this sort of, to your point about the staircases, like it's like what that level and the amount of investment is required, both from time and money. What have you seen, uh, you know, where do, where do home care, you know, let's say earlier stage, uh, you know, home care operators, like what are good sources for investment, uh, financial investment? Are people going to friends and family? Are they going to grants? Are they going to, um, you know, I don't know, maybe even VC funds? Like what's, what, what are people doing or where yeah, should we- they be doing? <laughs> We, there, there's several different options. Like we, we see quite a few different options. We even see people who walk in with very little. I mean, when I started my home care agency, I had $3,000 and it was barely enough to like pay for the (laughs) insurance and the licensing that was required. Um, so it, it it really is different. Some people, you know, they, they come in with a hundred thousand dollars and, uh, you know, a savings that they're going to invest in the business. And that's always great. Um, I do. I do tell them often, don't, don't get comfortable with that. Like you still, you still need to make sure that you're investing in the, in the right things um, at the right times. Um, as far as things to invest in, I think it's really important. Obviously having some type of operation software is important. And then having training. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people go into um, their home care agency. And I see this at all levels, all levels uh, with me and Clint, you know, majority of the people that we talk with on a daily basis, they are over, you know, a million dollars in, in revenue a year. But I, I tell them, okay, you, obviously you've got to have that operation software, you've, but you've got to have a training software, something that will help you train because we are only as good as the service that goes out into our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, so making sure that there's a system for training and, and really backing backing up your people, empowering your people, you know, giving knowledge, making sure that your people know what to do and feel confident in it. And that's one thing I think that Care Academy has done 
an incredible, incredible job in your training programs. Not only are they um, educational, but they're actually really engaging. Like we enjoy them. <laughs> so well, thank you. Uh, That's you, the point. You, yeah. yeah. You guys are a very important step in home care um, and especially when it comes to investment. So yeah. Well, thank you for that. What's something in that you've seen in the group um, that, that maybe surprised you that people really responded to? Like, you know, it was a thread or a comment or a question or a poll where you're like, you sort of surprised you that that took off and, you know, a lot of comments, a lot of responses or whatever. You know, I, I, I saw a lot of comments that was surprising. Some for, <laughs> some for the good, some for like, why were they thinking? And then most of the time it's the real, it's the real post. It's either mm-hmm. like, um, Clint posted something at one time. He was like, describe what you do really poorly. And that was a lot of, you know, it was fun. It was fun. That was a fun post. Long list for um, me, by the way. I don't know if I can do, nail it down to one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but really, the really relatable post is what people respond mm-hmm. to the most. Mm-hmm. And really, as far as what was what's surprising in the group is when we first started the group, we really wanted to unite the voices of home care from from every from every level of home care, medical, non-medical, like just just unite them in that group. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were surprised at really the power and the impact that mine and Clint's voice began to have. You know, whenever we right. talk, people people listen and um, mm-hmm. and they want to know more. You know, they they really relate to to us and where we are, where we are in our business, our our past experience, where we're wanting to take the home care industry as a whole together. Like that's been really surprising. You know, whenever people call and they're like, hey, I, we, we want you and Clint to be a part of this major event because you're one of the top influencers in home care. We're like, wait, wait, oh, what, what? Cool. Hold on. <laughs> Let <laughs> me check myself a me? minute. <laughs> so where's Kim? Um, me and Kim together? Let's do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, but I yeah. I love the post. Sometimes yeah. I read those posts on there, and I'm just like, Lord Jesus, help them. And then <laughs> other posts, I'm like, Wait, what are yeah. they on to? Like, yeah. I, I feel like I should have already known that. I should have posted that. That was a really awesome comment. <laughs> you know, that's you know, the, the power of the crowd, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know. um, I want to come back to that future of the industry because I'd love your perspective on this. But, you know, just wrapping up on the Facebook side of things, um, I've been impressed that, uh, and I've been part of other groups and seen other groups sort of go, we've all heard the stories about the neighborhood group in, in, in Brooklyn that where people were like literally fighting with each other. And, you know, that was sort of a tragedy. But um, uh, either you guys do a really good job of moderating it or I'm not playing close, close enough attention. But I feel like this group, that's for the most part stayed away from some of those issues that might lead you into a rabbit hole. Um, why do you think that is? I mean, is it good moderation? Is it just a good group? Uh, what do you think is happening that makes this group maybe a little bit different than some of the other ones that are out there? Yeah. Well, I, I do want to start by saying it is an incredible group. We have a great group. Um, like the home care operators community is as awesome as what it is because of every single member within it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as, you know, not going down those rabbit holes. Obviously we do have some posts that was, you know, our moderators, um, which, which we try not to over moderate. We want people to feel like they have the freedom to come and post what they want to post. But also um, whenever people join the group, setting those expectations and, you know, and really letting people understand what the focus of the group is, it is to inspire and encourage um, each other to give inspiration so, uh, as long as that is the the focus and we tell, you know, one of our roles of the group is if you can use the word role in a, 
you know, a social media group mm-hmm. right. um, is just to make sure that anything you say that it, it uplifts and mm-hmm. it uplifts each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes whenever we have a post that is just totally off the wall, it's definitely going off the tracks. It's not something that we want even associated uh, with the term home care operators or home care ops. Then usually we address it. We address it publicly. We make mm-hmm. a you know post about it. We don't obviously call out the particular person, mm-hmm. but we we you know, we address it and say, okay, this is the purpose of this group. Um, this is why it's so important that we keep the quality of this group to what it is. And um, because of that, the group itself, a lot of times it moderates itself. When something crazy is said, then, you know, we get those little dings. This post has been reported. So <laughs> we appreciate that. We appreciate the group for helping yeah. us uh, truly keep it at the quality that it is. Well, and, and that makes it... Uh... Uh, I think that much more interesting and useful probably for folks. Uh, you don't have to wade through the stuff that you don't want to pay attention to. Um, and, you know, there's plenty of outlets for that, unfortunately. <laughs> so go there. <laughs> Let's leave this, you know, in a, not a bubble, but, you know, because it's real, like it's a real world, but, um, but focused maybe is a better way of saying it. So. Yeah. So let's let's uh, and, and you know take a couple minutes and as we start to think about winding down here, tell, where do you think we're headed? So we know that um, obviously there's uh, countless available jobs, uh, you know, for home care caregivers. Um, we know that uh, you know our current administration and many on both sides of the aisle and the, and, and the government are thinking about this sort of caregiver crisis and the crisis of care and trying to apply resources and attention on it. Um, we have this moment sort of wrought upon us by the pandemic, unfortunately, um, um, to think about home care as part of the, the continuum of care. Um, wh- where do you, where do we go from here? Do you think like put on your crystal ball, like what's, what, what comes next, what comes in five years and, and, and uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about what you think. Yeah. Well, I, I wish I had a crystal ball, but, but, but I don't. So that's my disclaimer right there. I don't have a crystal ball. Um, but I mean, home care, the face of home care, um, really has been changing for a little while. Uh, That was really the main reason we sat down with hospital executives before the pandemic is with, with baby boomers, with so many people turning 65 every single day, obviously that means that our healthcare system, it really is. It's, it's, it's going to be under a crunch. It's going to be under a lot of pressure, um, uh, financially. And I mean, go into a hospital or a doctor's office any given day of the week, you, you know, they're, they're full. So the care being brought to the home is something that I feel like it, it would have happened had the pandemic come upon us or not. I guess it kind of it, it give us a seat at the table a little sooner, maybe a little easier. I don't even know if it's sooner, maybe a little easier because mm-hmm. there's been people already going to, it, you know, the legislation and saying, okay, non-medical home care. We, we are important. We do have a voice. So I, I do think home care, the, the landscape is changing mm-hmm. and I think it is scary for some, but I'm, I'm really excited about where it is. Will it change for some people, yes, but I think it's really good that as a whole, the home care industry, we need to make sure that our systems are in place, our operations are in order, the way we record our, you know, from the, in, in home care, we still call it recording our notes, but making sure that we, we really do have a professional 
mm-hmm. organization within our company. It doesn't matter how big or how small we are, because as it changes, we need to be able to adapt. And that really is, we talk about repeatable systems for long-term success, you know, that generational success. One of the keys to that is obviously consistency, but then adapt. You know, we've got to be able to adapt as time change. And we've seen so many home care agencies adapt over the past year, last year, this year, mm-hmm. next year, we're going to see um, adapting home care agencies. And I, I actually find it really encouraging. I think it's an important next step for home care and I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. There's a lot that I have to learn, still learning. I'm happy to learn. And I think it's, I think it's why it's so important. If you have a community of people coming together from all spectrums of home care, including we, we have a lot of people who own home care, non-medical and medical home health agencies within our group. Whenever you have all of those people uniting together, coming together and talking about, okay, that this is what's happening in, in our county and our state. This is something that's changing for us. And then begin talking it through what sometimes starts as fear really becomes encouragement. It, it becomes inspiration. And it, not only that we see, we see, okay, can we diversify this? Is there a way that as a home care agency, we can take hold of this right now. And so that in five and 10 years from now, it's not this huge change instantly, but it's this rippling effect where one incredible impact and one change by the time it ripples five to 10 years from now, it is a major impact that really brings home care to the forefront of home-based care. Right. Well, and, and your humbleness continues to shine through when you're like, well, part of it's going to be exciting, but you have an opportunity to lead as well, which is uh, uh, exciting, I'm sure, but also a little nerve wracking, I imagine as well. <laughs> like, oh, would you point about being, I'm an influencer now. What? <laughs> yeah, That's exciting. Well, yeah, that, that really is, uh, we are blessed to really, we, we partner with so many different great, incredible resources mm-hmm. um, and leaders. Something we, you know, we tell this to our master operators and our action leaders all yeah. the time is being a leader doesn't mean that you're great at everything. Mm-hmm. It, it means that you bring out the best in those around you yeah, and you connect with those who are great in their area of expertise. So I don't claim to be the expert in every single aspect, even of home care, but I know some really incredible people who are an expert. So I'm going to connect them. So if like if home care ops, if, if I could, you know, tell people to describe us in one word, a lot of people like to say, you know, coaching and consulting. And absolutely we, we can, we can coach you. Uh, we can mentor you, you know, you can, you can even come to us for consulting and, and, and we can help connect you to the right people that you're looking for, but it really is being a resource. We want to be a resource. We want to be that bridge and that connecting force between the home care, home health, and all of these incredible home care owners and operators out there within the States and even um, beyond. So, yeah, well, it's a really, it's a really powerful statement. And I think that, um, you know, uh, great leaders are always learning. And so I, I think that's fantastic that you take that approach. And I think that is also part of why all of this resonates. Well, I've really, uh, I've really enjoyed, uh, it's hard to believe we've been uh, chatting this long. It feels like about two minutes um, and uh, getting to know your story, Jessica, and, and also hearing more about how you and Clint have sort of built this, uh, this uh, really exciting community and engaging community. Anything, any last words you'd like to, to share with the group and uh, share with the audience before, uh, before we close out for today? Yeah. I just want to thank you for giving me this opportunity. And once again, you guys are incredible partners. I actually have a really funny story. So 
like whenever we were just starting the group home care operators community, like one of the very first vendors that we connected with as far as partners was actually um, care Academy. We didn't have a website. I didn't really know what I was doing or we didn't know how we were taking it. Um, But we reached, we reached out to them or they reached out to us somehow. And actually like the home care ops link that is connected with care Academy still has like our old, like literally like black and white logo. It's the, the old look, the oh, old wow. feel. Uh, so, and that <laughs> seems like it has been years ago. Cause I was yeah. in like November of 2019, which is kind of wow. when the group went live. Wow. Um, so that this kind of, kind of brings it back home to me. So that yeah. that's really awesome. Well, but, I love it. But last words to everybody out there is I usually have no last words. They just keep on coming, (laughs) keep on coming. So I would encourage everybody when definitely go to LinkedIn because I am trying to get my LinkedIn game, follow home care operators community or home care ops. It's home care ops on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. go to Facebook and be a part of the group. The group is, the group is awesome. And anything, um, anything that you bring and add to the group would be appreciated. Um, So join the, the home care operators group and, um, just come and fellowship and give us some inspiration and we'll try to give some inspiration back to you. I love it. I love the, 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 the concept of infinite last words, cause it just keeps <laughs> coming around and coming around, coming around. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jessica, thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank you. And that closes today's podcast. Thank you to our guests and thank you to you, our listeners, please visit www.careacademy.com to learn more. Be sure to subscribe for future updates wherever you get your podcasts and five-star reviews are always appreciated.